Welcome to the Husband Material Podcast, where we help Christian men outgrow porn. Why? So you can change your brain, heal your heart, and save your relationship. My name is Drew Boa, and I'm here to show you how. Let's go. Today, we are talking about forgiveness. Why? Because as I wrote in my workbook, Redeem Sexuality, forgiveness is a crucial part of the healing process. Although you might not realize it, hidden bitterness can keep you trapped in sexual bondage. But there are so many misunderstandings when it comes to forgiveness. So in this episode, I will give you five truths, correcting five misunderstandings about what forgiveness is not. I invite you to begin by answering this question. Who in your life do you need to forgive? Who has harmed you by what they have done or by what they have left undone? Maybe you're thinking of a parent. Maybe you're thinking of a partner. Or maybe you're simply thinking of a peer, a friend. And I know that not everybody who listens to husband material struggles with porn. Some of you are betrayed partners. And I want you to know that I see you and I hear you. And I hope this episode will be especially helpful for you too. We all need forgiveness and we all need to grow in forgiveness. And in order to do that, I've got five truths that can help. So as you think of that person in your mind who you need to forgive, consider these five truths. Truth number one, forgiveness is not permission. I'm really, really passionate about this one because sometimes when there's a conflict or when somebody gets hurt in a relationship, my instinct is to say, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Which is essentially telling that person, please continue what you are doing. It's okay for you to treat me that way. That's what we mean when we say, it's okay, no big deal. That's not forgiveness. That's permission. Forgiveness says, what happened was not okay. That was not okay with me. I will not allow you to continue to treat me that way. And I am choosing not to hold it against you. And that's truth number two. Forgiveness is not a feeling. It's a choice. It's saying, I choose to forgive you, not I feel like forgiving you. You may never feel like forgiving someone. It can be easy to delay forgiveness or procrastinate on it because they think, I don't feel like it. Or we think, well, I feel like forgiving this person, so I guess I can just do it. It doesn't work that way. Our feelings do not result in our choices. Certainly they contribute, but our choices are not caused by our feelings. Our feelings are caused by choices. And some of those choices belong to us and some of those choices belong to other people. I hope this truth is empowering for you because it means that you don't have to feel a certain way to forgive. You can choose to forgive no matter how you're feeling. And one of the most powerful ways we can choose to engage this process of forgiveness is by praying for someone. It's very, very difficult to continue to harbor resentment and bitterness and revenge towards someone while praying for that person, while blessing that person by asking God to meet their needs and be kind to them and help them in some way. I'm not saying that prayer solves all problems. I'm saying that 
it can be a powerful way to choose forgiveness because forgiveness is not a feeling, it's a choice. Our feelings do not directly result in our choices. Our choices contribute to our feelings. Here's an example of a prayer of forgiveness you might want to pray. I'm taking this from Redeem Sexuality. Lord, I know I need to forgive this person for what they did to hurt me, even though I felt fill in the blank as a result. I confess that when this person did this, I reacted by fill in the blank. In this moment, I repent and choose to stop holding these things against that person any longer. Instead, I choose to forgive this person just as you have forgiven me. I ask you to bless this person in the name of Jesus. Amen. Choosing to pray a prayer of forgiveness just like that can be helpful. It can help to realign our hearts with the heart of God. And yet, here comes truth number three. Forgiveness is not one moment. It's a process. And especially where there is more harm, more betrayal, more suffering, there's more work and time required to go through this process of forgiveness. It's complex, it's messy, and it's not a linear diagram or a simple step process with a checklist that you can go through to forgive somebody. I mean, yes, you can pray prayers of forgiveness, and yes, you can make choices, and at the same time, it's a process. And here are a couple of reasons why. In order to forgive someone, I have to actually know what I'm forgiving them for. And especially if the harm is complex and there are multiple layers to it and it's gone on for decades, perhaps, then I need to get clear about what actually happened. And that can take time. And sometimes it can be especially difficult when you keep learning new information that still needs to be forgiven. So it's a process where we are continually discovering what actually happened and also needing to grieve. How do I feel about what happened? All kinds of emotions can come up. All kinds of reactions come up and we want to welcome them. We want to honor them by giving them space and also allowing them to get fully processed so that we can continue to live a lifestyle of forgiveness. It's not a transaction, it's a lifestyle. It's not a moment, it's a process. And if that process sounds really difficult to you, you are correct. Truth number four is that forgiveness is not easy or free. In fact, it's costly and expensive. You might be thinking to yourself, what do you mean forgiveness is not free? I thought it was free for everybody in Jesus. Yes, forgiveness is free for those who are receiving it. For those who are offering forgiveness, it is not free. It is costly. It is expensive. It requires suffering. Forgiveness means there is harm. There is a loss. There is a cost, a debt, which is now here and I am going to absorb it. I am going to allow it to affect me fully without demanding the other person pays for it. And that is not easy. And it requires grief. And that is what God has done for us. 
seeing all of our sin, seeing all of our suffering, all of our brokenness, all of our choices to harm one another, to reject him, to hurt ourselves. And in the cross, Jesus Christ absorbed the suffering. He paid the cost with his life. Forgiveness might be free for us, but it was not cheap. And for us to forgive, we are choosing to pay a cost. Now, let me reframe that a little bit with truth number five. Even though forgiveness is costly, it's not a burden. It's a gift. As the book of 1 John says, God's commands are not burdensome. They're a gift to us. God commands us to forgive one another for our good. Because if we refuse to pay the cost of forgiving someone, we will instead pay the cost of continuing to destroy ourselves. Living in unforgiveness is so corrosive. It is so corrupting. It eats us alive. So rather than have us be harmed in our unforgiveness and harming the other person out of unforgiveness, we get a gift a gift of ending the harm. When we choose forgiveness, we choose redemption. We choose to live in light of the gospel. And that's a gift. It's a beautiful picture of God in this world. And it is messy. It is not a moment. It's a process. It is not a feeling. It's a choice. And it is not permission for the other person to continue to mistreat you. Not at all. In fact, it's setting a boundary and saying, that was not okay. And despite what you've done and despite how it made me feel, I am choosing to forgive you. And I'm in the process of forgiving you. And that's a gift. And here's one more bonus truth. Forgiveness is a one-way choice. It's a one-way process, not a two-way process. Reconciliation is is a two-way process that requires two people to acknowledge what's happened and to repair the relationship. Forgiveness is a choice that allows you to do everything in your power without needing the other person to validate that what they did was harmful. You don't need a relationship with somebody to forgive them. You don't need somebody to even be alive to forgive them. Forgiveness is available. It's available for us to receive from God. It's available for us to ask one another for forgiveness. And it's available for us to give, regardless of how the other person responds or reacts. Living in forgiveness is living in freedom. And God gives us this gift of forgiveness so that we can give it to one another with no strings attached. As the Bible says in Ephesians 4.32, be kind to one another tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. And always remember, my friend, you are God's beloved son, and in you, he is well pleased. Mm -hmm.